Chapter 12 of Ace of Action Chip stopped barking. Billy's sister stood in shock. The lady in yellow curled up on the ground to cry. The neighbors gasped and put their hands to their mouths. One neighbor lady put her hand on her forehead and went inside to faint on her couch. Sally looked at the machine. The GGFM didn't care. How could it do such a thing as this? What evil terribleness would splatter her brother into a thousand pieces? Could this even be real? Was Billy really gone? This had to be stopped. But how? Ever since the silver button was pressed, she had been thinking of plans how to stop it. She was thinking and planning harder than she'd ever thought or planned before. But she had nothing. No reasonable plan. No way to think her way out of this. The only thing she could think to do was charge the machine and turn off the button just like Billy had done. But that was a stupid plan. That couldn't even be considered a plan. It required so little thought. But maybe this wasn't the time for thinking and planning. Maybe this was a time for action. Evasive action. Maybe she should follow the Billy way. Without any more thought, Sally ducked behind a giant pickle for cover. She grabbed a nearby pistachio, that's a kind of nut, and ripped off the shell. She put her hand into a pile of peanut butter, which happened to be brown, and spread the sum on the inside of her pistachio shell. She put the shell on her head. A helmet. Then she pulled out a Dorito shard that was stuck in the ground. She used it to cut a large slice of her pickle. A Dorito sword and a pickle shield. She was ready for Billy-like reckless impulsivity. Evasive action! She thoughtlessly charged the GGFM, dodging giant-sized butterfingers and shredded ham. A flying Slim Jim tripped her and sent her falling into the frosty oating. But she got up and ran just as a spicy meatball landed where she was seconds before. I never like spicy food, she thought. Her pickle deflected a whopper that almost knocked her over. She ran at the machine, as best as one can run through frosty oating. Now she was only a hundred feet from it. She swung at a banana with her Dorito sword, slicing it into two pieces just as it was heading towards her face, seventy-five feet away. The brave little girl had to run around a spaghetti swamp and jump over a pool of boiling hot cocoa. Behind her, a giant Stop pancake... For Yaya a long time ago. Um, probably 15 years ago. No, like it published it. Uh, about 15 years ago or so. It was not in that time. Um, let's see. Behind her, a giant pancake crushed her front porch. An avocado rolled over a neighbor's van 50 feet away. Pop Rocks pelted her legs, and it was all she could do to get through them, covering her head with her pickle shield to, def- uh, to shield herself from the raining coffee creamer 25 feet away. Then she noticed something. Just in front of the machine, the giant pieces of food were sinking into the frosty oating. That's odd, she thought. Why are those? <gasps> a sinkhole! It was, in fact, a sinkhole. At that very moment, a, g- moment, a giant donut disappeared into the ground like quicksand. She looked around for an idea. She pulled a ten-foot pretzel stick out of an apple pie and laid it across the quicksand. Or would that be quick, frosty oating? It worked perfectly. She scrambled across the pretzel stick, jumping through the donut hole into the other side of the sinkhole, five feet away. She just needed to stretch out her hands and press the silver button. The lady in yellow screamed. Sally took one more look at the wreckage behind her. She looked up from the sky. She watched a giant hollow cheese ball falling towards her. She tried to get away, but it landed on top of her, pinning her to the ground, trapping her like a mouse in the game of mousetrap. She couldn't get out. So close to the machine. 
So this is how it ends, she thought, trapped inside a giant cheese ball.